Welcome to Growing Farms and Families with Adam and Kelly, where their goal is to help you successfully enrich your farming enterprise while cultivating family health and well-being. Now, here's your hosts, Adam Huber and Kelly Burgess. Hello, everyone. My name is Adam Huber, the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Agent for Agriculture and Natural Resources in Allen County, Kentucky. And this is Kelly Burgess, your Family Consumer Sciences Extension Agent. And uh, welcome to podcast episode number three. Number three, Kelly. I mean, we're on a roll here. Practically professionals. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Today, we have a, a pretty good lineup of topics that we're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I'm excited. And we're going to start out with talking about uh, agritourism and what that is and kind of, you know, some places. Places that, that folks can go um, and, and things like that. Yeah, so um, agritourism, it, it pretty much is what the word sounds like, but it's a combination of agriculture and tourism activities. Right. So there's really a, a give um, or kind of a win-win situation when we combine these things, especially yeah. for um, our small communities <clears throat> in South Central Kentucky. Right, and you know, uh, we're already into September mm-hmm. and and whenever we think of September and October and starting getting into those fall, the cooler months of the year, mm-hmm. uh, which I really enjoy myself, you yes. know, um, the, I could care less for summer. <laughs> it's hot and mosquitoes and ticks and everything else. I mean, don't go diss on my summer, but I mean, I do like the fall too. <laughs> right, right. But anyway, um, so whenever, you know, we think of September and October and starting getting the fall, I think of pumpkin patches and mums and all mm-hmm. those fall decor. Go into the apple orchard, yep. the good smells, right. the cool weather. Yeah, s'mores and bonfires. I mean, it's just yeah. a great time of year to it be really is. to be outside and enjoying, you know, uh uh local farms. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. And so that's kind of what we want to talk about is going out, getting your family, uh, you know, going on a, on a one day weekend road trip, whatever, mm-hmm. and going out and, and going to an orchard. Uh, going to a pumpkin patch, mm-hmm. uh, whatever's in your area, yeah. you know, that, that you can go out and enjoy. Right. And I mean, there's a lot to be learned. I mean, learning doesn't just happen in the classroom, because right. really the truth of the matter is a lot of us, even adults, um, don't know that much about where our food comes from or what is the process mm-hmm. of it from the farm to our kitchen tables. Right. So agritourism activities are a good chance for everybody in your family to learn something about where food comes from. And, you know, it kind of fosters a better appreciation for that food, too. Definitely. Yeah, it definitely benefits the whole family, not just the younger younger kids mm-hmm. and, you know, and the family. Um, but like you said, you know, learning doesn't stop in the classroom. Right. I mean, you're, you're learning your whole life and you're, mm-hmm. you're learning every day. And, and that's just, uh, you know, the great thing about agritourism is getting out uh, onto these farms, <clears throat> meeting the folks, that, meeting those producers mm-hmm. and, and getting to know and build relationships with folks like that. And, Hear about their stories yeah. and how they got started in it and all of that. Yeah. And, and there may be just say five agritourism places within you know uh, driving distance of sure. you, but they're all going to have a different story they're all going to be just a little bit different mm-hmm. right and they might have slightly different products so if you <clears> want <throat> a pumpkin and a mum you know you could find somewhere that has both yep. you might be you know you might choose to go to two different places um right. just to kind of explore around and um you know you could probably find something within uh within the county where mm-hmm. you live in kentucky uh, most counties probably have at least one yep. um but if not you you know, if you want to make a couple hour road trip, um, that can be a fun family outing too. For sure. And you know, uh, with agritourism, it definitely doesn't only benefit the families and the kids that are going to those mm-hmm. uh, venues, 
but it also benefits those producers. So, you know, uh, with agriculture, there, there'll be times of the year that, um, there's not a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And so this is a way that they can, you know, have a little bit more cash flow throughout the, the, the fall months and whenever mm-hmm. they're not as busy. Um, and, and so that's also helps the local economy. Yeah. It's kind of a good supplement mm-hmm. because when people come to visit a local farm, they're probably going to stop somewhere else in the community as well. Right. And so that just, you know, increases the people in and out, the tourism. Um, and like we said, it's really a win-win um, for everybody. So. Right. Yeah. Like we said, you know, kind of a, it basically helps with educational purposes, mm-hmm. helps with the economy and helps with those producers, you know, just having having little extra uh, things to do during the those uh, slower times of the year. Right. And it's fun. I mean, who doesn't like to go right. visit a farm? I mean, even in kindergarten, um, I remember going to the apple orchard and I just thought that was the greatest thing ever. But mm-hmm. now I'm an adult and I still think going to the pumpkin patch is the greatest thing ever. So. <laughs> right. Uh, but speaking of apples and pumpkins Uh let's talk a little bit more about what kinds of products you might find if you go visit one of these places right yeah so you did mention apples Mm -hmm. and so that's definitely uh something you can find uh, in the fall yeah Um, and all different kinds too mm -hmm. um i really like that you can sometimes find some different varieties of apples that you don't find in the store right yeah and it's always good some of these um, agritourism venues they have mm-hmm. apple cider yes and who doesn't like that right and um i like to mention too a lot of times if you visit an orchard you know they're going to have a lot of mm-hmm. apples they're yeah. probably going to have a bigger um, basket or bag of ones called seconds mm-hmm. and these might be ones that don't look picture perfect they might just have a little small bruise or a little blemish um, but that doesn't mean that they don't taste great so if you're interested in making apple pies apple cobbler, applesauce, right. um, you can really stock up on those, um, those seconds types of apples uh, for a good bargain. Um, they're still delicious, but mm-hmm. you're not, um, you know, having to pay quite as much and it helps them out too, because nobody wants to waste. Right, right. And, and, and you know, another uh, very common product would be pumpkins. Yes. And there's all different kinds. I know that you know all about that. Yeah. So uh, uh, I'm actually a pumpkin producer myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just because so there is different types of pumpkins um mm-hmm. all pumpkins are not edible and all pumpkins are not carvable uh-huh. <laughs> and so that you know you need to uh you can do a little bit of research and and, and talk to the folks that are whatever venue that you go to they can yeah. kind of guide you on why this one is uh, a carving pumpkin and this one is an edible pumpkin yeah and so basically you know like with the carving pumpkins those are going to be your larger ones and they have a uh they're whenever you cut those open they're mm-hmm. they have a really thin uh shell mm-hmm. and and so those are the ones that you're going to be carving and then the ones that uh that you would eat for making pies and whatever mm-hmm. else um they have uh, a thicker skin they're 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 more i would say meatier okay um, and they have less seeds in them and okay. so and they're typically they're a smaller type of pumpkin okay Sure. Last year, I learned about one variety called the Kentucky Field Pumpkin, which is kind of an exception. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's a kind of a cross between a butternut squash Mm -hmm. and a pumpkin. That's right. So it's the color of a butternut squash that more. um, It's kind of like a buckskin look. Yeah, like a lighter color, Mm -hmm. but it's large. I mean, these things weigh 12, 14 pounds, but they're edible. And Mm -hmm. so, I mean, you get a lot of um you get a lot of pumpkin out of that so instead of having to buy all those cans of pumpkin puree 
um, if you do go visit a local place and you're able to find mm-hmm. um, a small or large edible pumpkin, yeah. I mean, that's a really, it's a fun option. And, you know, you can show your kids that, hey, this is, mm-hmm. you know, not just pumpkin from a can, but right. pumpkin from a pumpkin. And there is a, a lot, uh, several different varieties that are multi-use, just like mm-hmm. that, just like the Kentucky Field Pumpkin. Yeah. And so, uh, like I said, just talk to the, the folks that you're going and getting your pumpkins from. They can kind of guide you on what is what and what you're going to whatever your use is yeah. they can kind of help you with that sure. and those um those flatter pumpkins too i yep. think we were talking ones. about that those yep. are are those edible uh, so some of those are edible it depends mm-hmm. on what the variety is okay um a lot of those are very they're very unique and, and colorful um, yeah like and, the almost a bluish right hint. yeah some of them there's blue pink yellow black white i mean there's a, that's so neat there's a lot of different colors of pumpkins and mm-hmm. uh you know, like I said, some of those will be the multi-use ones where you could use those for decorations. But then whenever you're done with those, if they're, you know, if they've still got uh, some life left in them, then yeah. you can actually cut those open and, you know, use them in, in a pie or something. Yeah, some definitely. Kind of and if you are, you know, curious about edible pumpkins or you need some recipes or some cooking techniques, um, you can contact me at the Allen County Extension Office or your local extension agent for more uh, instructions on how to safely cook a pumpkin. Right. Yeah, for sure. And so some other uh, fall items uh, would be like sorghum and yeah. honey and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Those are more of your, especially the sorghum, sorghum, yeah. cause that's, you know, that's a warm season crop. So it grows through the summertime and is harvested in the fall. Right. And so that's the time of year that your September really is the time of year that you're yeah. going to see uh, some of your fall or some of your sorghums. Right. And that'll be available then. And <laughs> even though honey is available throughout the year, um, you know, all of our savory winter, um, feel good types of recipes that call for these items. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to stock up on them in the fall before they have gone out of season. Right. Um, and moms too. I don't know if we mentioned moms, but yes, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely get you some moms. Of course, you can't eat moms. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they're, was... they're definitely you know they they beautify the landscape and, yeah. and you know uh, your yard and, and whatnot. And so definitely want to get you a, get you some pumpkins and some moms. Have you a little display out in the yard and oh, just yeah. you know as people drive by, they're like, hey, look at that. That's that's pretty so right exactly well speaking of um going places looking at people's displays mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about how how we can find all of these agriturism agritourism places yeah yeah that so that, yeah that's an excellent question so the kentucky department of agriculture they do an excellent job at helping uh producers market their 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 products and and their business in general mm-hmm. and so they do that through uh, a couple of different ways a couple of different ways and one of the main ones is a brand mm-hmm. uh, it's our kentucky brand which is called kentucky proud yes so that that's a really good marketing uh tool for producers in mm-hmm. in, in kentucky and basically, you know, it's free to the producer to, to join. Mm-hmm. And, um, and basically, you get uh, marketing items that help you with marketing. Uh, they put your business and, and information on the Kentucky Proud website. Right. And, and with the Kentucky Proud, uh, it basically means that that product, whatever that uh, stamp is on, is mm-hmm. locally grown and raised in Kentucky and sold. Right. So you know that it hasn't been, you know, brought in from somewhere else mm-hmm. and um, probably hasn't traveled as far as other products, you know, if we're right. thinking about sustainability, getting things closer to home. Uh-huh. Um, and so on that website that you mentioned, the Kentucky Proud website, yep. there's a tab that's called Find Kentucky Proud. 
Right. And that's really cool. If you're not a producer, you can go on there and look and you can search by um, by business type, by product, by county. Mm -hmm. um, and you can find out who in, you know, who near me uh, is a Kentucky proud producer or who right. sells Kentucky proud products. Because um, right. whenever I looked at the website, I was a little surprised that, for example, our Allen County public school system was listed, mm -hmm. but they're listed because they serve Kentucky proud products, which is right. really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anytime that you can purchase and find local locally produced uh, uh, food, you know, that's just like we've, like we've talked about in a previous podcast. Yeah. It, it just helps the economy and, and, you know, you're getting that good, nutritious food. Exactly. It uh, doesn't travel for miles, you know, from somewhere, somewhere out of state and things like that. So oh, yeah. definitely uh, the Kentucky Proud website is definitely something to, to look at. And also right. on there, there's another link that you can go yeah. to, which is called KentuckyFarmsAreFun.com. Right. And that one, um, well, the name kind of hints at it, but it just makes you smile when you say it. But um, yeah. it it's a little bit more, I don't want to just say kid friendly, but it has listed out the different types of attractions that there are. Um, so whether it's an orchard, whether it's a you pick, yep. whether it's a, a market that's on the farm, mm -hmm. um, you can search once again by county and by region, yep. but you can also search by what type of attraction you're looking for. So if you're thinking about taking your family on a, you know, on an outing, um, the Kentucky Farms are fun would be a really great way to search for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it's a, and even whenever you pull up the website, uh -huh. it's just full of colors and, and this brightness and it kind of just makes you smile just looking at the website. Yeah, exactly. And um, so if you do happen to be in this South Central Kentucky area, you want to look up the Caves, Lakes, and Corvettes region. Um, mm -hmm. That's how they have us categorized for this area. Um, and so that'll show you, uh, you can search if you're interested in going outside your county, um, but, you know, not too far. That'll show you what other kinds of opportunities you can find there. And they have links to all the, you know, producers' websites so you can find out more before you go. Um so the Kentucky Farms are Fun is a great resource as well. Definitely, definitely is. So what else would you like to talk about today, Kelly? Well, um, I think we've covered most of our uh, most of our topics. For the Kentucky Proud, I did want to mention one more thing, that it's free to apply. Yep. So if you're a producer and you're interested in getting Kentucky Proud certified, mm -hmm. um, all you have to do is fill out the form. Yeah, I uh, I was actually on a farm visit just uh, a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> it's an orchard here locally, mm -hmm. and they haven't they're they're newer, um, and they're they've had their orchard I think now three years, and they're this is kind of the first year that they really produced, mm -hmm. and so they haven't got their Kentucky Proud uh, branded mm -hmm. items yet, and uh, and so there was a lady that came out to their farm mm -hmm. to purchase some peaches this year and the first thing that they asked them was were they kentucky proud hmm. so the kentucky proud brand just just you know just by that information there the kentucky yeah. proud brand is well known across the state of kentucky and people know what it means whenever they see that logo right uh, and they kind of if you've got in my opinion if you've got just say a produce item sitting in front of you mm -hmm. it's got that logo on it with that sticker then mm -hmm. you've got something sitting right beside of it, the same product yeah they're probably going to buy the one with the logo that says kentucky proud on just because right. they know what that means and they've seen that before and it's yeah. kind of it's recognizable right, right and like you said um having that makes you easier to find so right. 
for people outside your local area who might not know where your farm is, um, if you're listed on the Kentucky Proud site, it's a lot more likely that mm -hmm. people will be able to find you too. Yeah, um, One other thing that I wanted to mention, I think we have enough time to talk about this, yeah. is if you do happen to be in Allen County, uh, speaking of pumpkins, yep. we have an exciting opportunity coming up uh, next month, but we'll go ahead and talk about it. Okay, yeah. And that is our second annual pumpkin decorating contest that's right yeah last year we uh we came up with this with this pro this idea mm -hmm. um because last year you know we were in the middle of the pandemic and kind of everybody was just shut in and, and kind of you know at home and didn't really have a lot of things to do mm -hmm. so we really wanted to come up with something that we could you know get folks involved and up and doing something and, and just have a little bit of fun yes um, and that was the you know like you said the the pumpkin decorating contest yeah and we uh we even came up with different categories so there's carved and then painted and decorated mm -hmm. so um we have age categories as well so yep. eight and under uh nine to 18 yep. and then 19 and up for adults so right. we don't want our youngest kids carving pumpkins by themselves but everybody else can choose painted decorated or carved right um last year we didn't have any carved which i was surprised uh -huh. yeah. but um i'm excited for this year hopefully we'll see some more um you know really creative and unique pumpkins right yeah and, and the dates for that would be so you know if you do want to uh come in and, and fill out the entry form which it's it, it's a free pro, you know it's free mm -hmm. there's no, no charge associated with it um but if you want to do it um so october the 18th is the the due date to bring your pumpkins into the, the allen county extension office and then um on the 19th they're going to be judged and we're going to have outside judges come in so yep. you know they're, it's not us judging them right it's we, not biased we want to make it fair and then um from the october 18th to 22nd they're actually going to be uh, on display here in our extension office lobby yes so if you're driving by and you see some pretty cool pumpkins sitting in our window yeah stop on in and come in and check them out you know we that's the reason that we hold them there for a week so uh, community members can come in and, right. and look at the pumpkins and see all the creativeness that uh, allen county has to offer with our, yeah. with our folks exactly and then on that friday the the 22nd the friday mm -hmm. um the the folks that have entered they can actually come in and pick up their pumpkins right and take them back home and, and enjoy them on their front porches or wherever they want to place those right for the rest of the time yep. so the only change from last year is that last year we had a limited number of pumpkins for free that you could pick up and then bring back mm -hmm. uh, but this year we're asking that you provide your own pumpkin but you know that's okay because that gives you um it's kind of a challenge we like to have challenges on here right yep so we challenged you before to go out and get a tomato from the store <laughs> and a tomato from yeah. the farmer's market <laughs> and see which one you like better. So your challenge this time is to go visit a local agritourism right. site. And um, sure. whether, you know, if you're not in Allen County, you can still paint or decorate or carve your pumpkin. Um, but if you are here, you know, you're welcome to bring it in, enter it in the competition and see how it does. Right. Um, but go visit a local place and maybe pick out mm -hmm. a unique shape, a unique color of pumpkin, something that's a little bit mm -hmm. different. And then, uh, you know, decorate it in whatever fashion you wish as a family activity. That, that's exactly right. And, and like I say, we do encourage you, if you're a producer, to, to look at being a 
a Kentucky Proud member. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, Kelly, if you're interested in being uh, doing the, the contest, yeah. on it, go to, uh, you know, definitely support your local local businesses as far as your agritourism folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, get you some pumpkins, get you some mums, get whatever it is that you enjoy for the fall. Yep. And, and just have a good time this year. Yes. So that's what we encourage everybody to go out and do. Um, so thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to catch our next podcast episode on the second Tuesday of each month or in the meantime, weekly on Wednesdays at 7.35 a.m. on Scottsville, Kentucky's 99.3 WDLE. And always remember to support local farms and families in your community.